Welcome to Speaking of Partnership, the show that gives you a window into the personal partnership adventures of experts from all walks of life, so you can turn their stumbling blocks into stepping stones to healthy, long-lasting partnerships. I'm your host, Ken Bechtel. Let me introduce you to today's guest. I'm excited to bring you today's featured guests, Laura and Johnny Fernandez. Laura and Johnny, welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you. We're so glad to be here. Absolutely. Thanks for having us, Ken. My pleasure. And for those of you who may be new to Laura and Johnny's work, uh, Dr. Laura and Johnny Fernandez, they, they have actually a mission to empower singles, I'm sorry, single conscious women through their relationships. Women from all over the world learn with Johnny and Laura through their deeply transformational and life-changing courses and programs. Matter of fact, every spring, women travel the globe to attend an annual Love Breakthrough Weekend in California. They've been happily married for over 15 years and live in the San Francisco Bay Area. Laura and Johnny, take a minute and fill in any blanks from the intro and give us a glimpse into your personal life if you don't mind. All right, Laura, you want to go first, honey? Sure, absolutely. Uh, so yes, as, as Ken, as you were saying, we've been married for 15 years now and um, we have a beautiful, amazing 14-year-old daughter and uh, love her dearly and we have a great life together. Um, we are both committed to learning and growing in our relationship and as an individuals and of course as parents and that, that mindset that I believe that we share uh, we call it a growth mindset, and that I believe has helped us to continue to love ever deeper, to connect ever more deeply with each other uh, as the years go by. And uh, I mean, every morning I wake up, and he's right next to me by my side, tells me how much he loves me, and um, yeah, we're really, really blessed. And you know what, though, it was intentional. This relationship that we have created. Um, even before we met each other, there was intention, and and that's what we teach to our clients. Yeah, and I'm uh, so happy that uh, Laura primarily did the the conscious and intentional, though I did as well. We can talk about that. Um, and um, I'm a New Yorker. My I was born and raised in New York City, and uh, part of my journey was uh, moving out here to California. So now I'm loving life in California, um, but. Um, you know, you learn a little bit about everything about yourself and in the journey. And I learned a lot in my life in New York, but uh, my life really began when I met Laura. And so I'm really happy to be here with you talking about it and, uh, and really happy to share with our, with our clients about uh, how they can have their journey too. That is fantastic. And, and again, I'm, I'm so excited to have the two of you on the show together because it's, it gives us one of those unique opportunities to look at the different aspects of partnership with both partners at the same time, not just the, the romantic side of it, but obviously with your family, with your daughter, as well as with your business, because those are all things that you do together. So what I want to ask you first, and, and I don't know if you each have an individual one on this or not, but I found for me personally, it, it helps to have like kind of a guiding principle or a mantra or a quote, something that, that keeps you on track with, with your partnership. Have you found that there's one or maybe a couple of them that work for you and, and how do you think our, our listeners would be able to apply it in their life? Well, um, this one maybe apply more to the the men in your life, but uh, 
But for me, it's happy wife, happy life. Um, and that really is so important because um, I really get a lot of joy out of Lara being happy. And so I feel like I kind of organize my whole life around uh, making sure that I'm uh, the best man and husband that I can be. Because when she's more, uh, when I'm more in my heart and in my true self, she's more lit up. And that just makes me feel really good. I get to take credit for her being happy and stuff like that. <laughs> and um, so happy wife, happy life. Uh, because if mom ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I always love it when he talks about that. <laughs> I think it's great. Um, it certainly makes my heart swell, um, Ken. And I have a mantra as well, or a quote ra rather. Or I don't know what it is, but it's be a rebel. And this is, um, this is a guiding principle that I have lived by, uh, being willing to be a rebel, um, meaning thinking differently, being willing to think separately from the masses. Um, you know, as we know, most people are miserable in their relationships, and, and I, I don't want to be most people. Um, and so I think that my guiding principle has been always to be a rebel, to be willing to look and think outside of the box in terms of relationships, in terms of business, in terms of, you know, how we raise our child, how we, just how we live our life is, um, you could say it's, it, there's, a, there's certain pieces of it, not all of it certainly, but there's certain pieces of it that, that, that principle, uh, has, we have definitely applied. I like it. I don't think I ever would have guessed those two things were going to show up. <laughs> Be a rebel and happy wife, happy life. Yeah. I like it. No, they're, they're fantastic. And, and I, I thank you for sharing those because we all have different things that we need to be our, our, our guideposts, right? Mm -hmm. And so for each of you to have such distinct uh, kind of principles that you're following, it just helps everybody here listening understand, you know, there, there is no right one. It's what works for you, what guides you, what keeps you on track, what, what brings you back when you're off in the weeds. That's what's beautiful about that. So thank you so much for sharing those. Sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Now, one of the things that our listeners love about the show is, is the stories that our guests share. And I'd like to dive in right now. And what, what I'd like you to do is take us to a time in your life when you tripped up in your relationship. And tell us that story. You know, what were you doing? How did you trip up? And then we can look at, you know, what was the lesson you learned and how has that helped you both move forward? So I'll, I'll uh, share something. Um, and, uh, you know, sometimes uh, can being like a um, kind of a recognized, not like recognized like Oprah, but, you know, recognized relationship experts. Sometimes people think like, Oh, you guys, you're, you're soulmates. Everything is, is peachy and it probably always is peachy. And, um, but the reality is that, of course, the, the consciousness that, that brought us together needs to continue in the relationship. Otherwise, you can even, you know, you can kind of mess up even a free lunch. And so, uh, early on, this was like in our, our first, uh, a little bit after one year that we were together. So our daughter was actually already born. And uh, I remember one time getting into an argument with, uh, with Lara, and I was just like kind of losing my mind, just yelling, and we're yelling at each other and stuff, but I was probably yelling a lot more. And um, Lara just said, like, yeah, that can never happen again. 
And when she said that, just very calmly and clearly and stuff like that, I realized that I wasn't even having an argument with Lara. I was having an argument. I was having an argument with all of the previous bad relationships, and uh, and so although Lara was physically there, my consciousness was problems with childhood, things with with ex girlfriends, ex wife. That was what was really going on, and it reminded me that just because I did the the work to to be in the right partnership. She did the work to attract in the right man for her. I, I can't like fall asleep in this relationship. Otherwise, I'm going to be having an argument and she's not even like privy to what the heck it's about because it's all going on in my head. And, um, and so that was really uh, a major thing is that, you know, it, it, people think of it like once I uh, you know, marry the right person, which is definitely something that we recommend and, you know, help people with and stuff like that. But then that's it. I've hit, you know, I've gone through the burst through the, the winner's tape and it's like, you know, smooth sailing for the rest of my life. And it's definitely a lot better, but you still can't like fall asleep at the wheel. So that was a, a big thing. And I was, um, doesn't mean that we don't still get into arguments, but nothing as bad as that, where I was like totally losing my mind. And, and like I said, she wasn't even there. I was having an argument with, with exes, you know, that kind of thing. So that, that it does happen. We do argue. Um, and, uh, but you know, not like that. So. And Laura, is there anything you wanted to add or something different you wanted to share? You know, well, um, I don't have anything else to share other than that was such a powerful moment for both of us, um, for both of us. I mean, we both learned something. It wasn't just him learning. It was me knowing that I could say something and speak my truth to him and, and have him really hear me. That was very powerful for me. And um, yeah, like I talked about earlier about having a growth mindset, like how key that is if you're a, whether you're a single person listening in or you're in a relationship, you want to take that mindset, that growth mindset, as opposed to being in a fixed mindset where you're just thinking that you're only one way and you can never learn and grow. And you just, you, you know, you're just like, this is the way I am. No, take on the mindset of being in a growth mindset, learning from the mistakes, learning from the, um, missteps and 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 when you do learn from those challenges your relationship with yourself can grow you can become you feel more empowered you feel better about yourself and then in turn when you're in a relationship your relationship gets better and better if you have that growth mindset fabulous and and something i'd, I'd like to kind of tie together with what you guys have just been talking about is johnny you touched on this when you said you know, being in a position where you're kind of put on a pedestal as experts in this field, people tend to think everything is just roses and there's there's never an issue. You must have a perfect relationship. And I think one of the things we need to be aware of is we do that with each other. Like, oh, they're the they never have these issues. So I can mm -hmm. never see that they'll ever be a problem. It's always going to be my fault. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And then we set ourselves up. So we all trip. And the, the thing I, I always say is, you know, even when you're stumbling, you're still moving forward. Yeah. So it's, it's not the world's worst thing. It's not as pretty as we'd like, but you're still making progress. And like you were saying, Laura, about the, 
that growth mindset. You're like, you're still moving forward if you're paying attention. Yeah. If not, mm-hmm. you're just going to keep banging your head against the wall. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Thank you. You know, and one of the things we see just on that, like, is that uh, there's this idea that like time heals all wounds, or that you know, if it, you know, we we work with single women who are looking for love, and so like, if I just wait enough, then you know, fate will smile on me, and you know, it'll all happen. And that's just not the way we operate in life as a as a person who's looking to learn and grow. Um, you know, there's some people that are like, I'm I'm 50, I'll be you know, 51 now, 51 now, um, 51 years old. And, uh, but there's some people that are 51 years old and they don't have 51 years of experience. They have like maybe 30 years of experience and then they stop having new experiences. And so they're in a holding pattern. And we see that unfortunately a lot in, uh, with single people that are looking for love in that the way they do things now is the way they did things last year and the year before and the year before and the year before and 10 years before. And that's not going to get you where you want to be. And that just applies in any area of life. Um, We want to allow ourselves to constantly learn and grow. And how our relationship is now is much better than it was in the beginning. And in the beginning, I was over the moon in love with her and so grateful. And so now it's even more than that, where I'm still, even after the arguments and stuff like that, I'm over the moon in love with her, so grateful for her, and, uh, and grateful to have a partner in life because life has challenges. And, uh, you know, you, it's great to have a partner that you feel like, you know, you're not alone. And that's worth everything. That's worth doing everything to have and, and doing everything to keep. So, Thank you, Johnny. Thank you very much. Well, let's switch gears a little bit here. Um, what I'd like you to do is tell us a story of a time when you had what I call one of those duh moments. You know, when you're when you're like, um, how did I miss this? I can't believe I've been such a knucklehead. And mm. take us to that, that point in time where you had that wake-up moment. And what did it do as far as creating a building block for your future partnership? Mm. I'd love to speak to this. This is... Uh... <laughs> I had that moment years ago, and this is when I was single. And I remember I, I had been I had been married early. I had my you know my starter marriage, you know, and um, got a divorce. And then after that, this was in my in my twenties. I was dating. I was looking for love. I was definitely committed to. I wanted a family. I wanted to find my you know my soulmate. And and so what was happening is that I was basically kind of doing serial monogamy. You know what I mean? Like I would be in a relationship for three or four months or six months and then we'd break up inevitably. And, uh, you know, it would be a, you know, pretty dramatic breakup of some sort. And then another guy would come along and we'd have, we'd think we'd be a match for a while and then we'd break up. And, and that went on for, for several years. And, um, but I really, really wanted love. I really, really wanted that lifetime partnership. And there was a point after a, a, certain, a, a certain breakup, I remember this, and, and th- at this point I had hired myself a love coach because it was just, I really knew that I needed some support around this. Um, I had hired a love coach and I was in the throes of a breakup. I mean, really, you know, where you're in the fetal position at night on your bed, just crying your eyes out, just why is this happening to me again? And I remember talking to my love coach and 
complaining about the situation, complaining about uh, the guy and how awful he was and all of that. And at, at one point she looked, she talked to me and she said, Laura, you know, you have to realize that you are the common denominator in all of these failed relationships. You're the one who keeps showing up at the scene of the crime. So let's take a look at that. And I remember being really, really mad at her <laughs> at that moment because she basically was calling me out, you know, and she was saying a kind of a hard truth that I had to look at. And, and it woke me up. That was my like, da-ha. Oh, because I, when I had hired her, I just hired her to give me some like dating tips. You know what I mean? Like, you know, wear the right dress, learn how to flirt correctly. That's the original. I think the original intent was that. And then I got, oh, I need to go deeper than dating tips and tricks. There's more here because I'm the one who keeps showing up at the scene of the crime. There's more here to it. I need to look at that. And that was my huge the moment. I love it. <laughs> And for those of you listening, I, I want you to think for yourself, when Lara just said, you're the common denominator, if you're at all like me, you instantly knew what we were talking about. You're like, oh, that's me in this scenario. I keep repeating that. And I'm the common denominator. It could be work. It could be family. It could be relationship, whatever it is. But just think for yourself, because something popped into your head in that moment. And what are you going to do about it? Johnny, anything you wanted to uh, throw in on this one? No, I'm, I'll, I'll, I'll let that one go. That's good. I, I love that. Yeah, that's that's pretty powerful. Thank you, yeah, Laura. Definitely. Yeah, you're welcome. What I'd like to do now is, is, again, take a little shift and have you share with us a story of one of your proudest moments in partnership. And again, this could be work or romantic, whatever aspect, but... What I usually look at for this is what's a partnership moment that when you think of it, you can't help but smile. Mm. So I'm going to, um, you know, I can't remember exactly uh, how old she was, but I'm uh, thinking about our daughter who's now a teenager and, uh, and we, we love her now and, and we love her every year, you know, and stuff. But I remember one moment that I didn't quite realize how big it was until now uh, when, you know, she's a teenager and, you know, things are, life is different and not terrible, but life is different and she's more mature and independent and stuff like that. But when she was about seven years old or something like that, um, we uh, went for what we call a Fernandez Family Adventure Day. And we went to, uh, we're going to a local amusement park. And I'd never been, Isabel had never been, Lara had been before. Um, and we went up there and before we even went into the amusement park, we went and packed sandwiches and stuff like that um, so that we could uh, have a little, I don't know, um, tailgating before we get go in. Um, and Isabel just looked up at me at one point and just said, this is the best day of my life. And I mean, we hadn't even gone into the amusement park, but just being able to 
be together as a family. I remember us singing, uh, probably the sound of music as we sang those songs like that from that a lot. I don't remember, but it, probably it was. Um, singing in the car on the way up. And, and it was that night or right around there where she wrote a little note to us and just said, you're the best parents that ever lived. And uh, I still actually have that post-it note. Uh, it's all beat up and w weather-worn and stuff like that, but it's on the mirror of our bathroom uh, because, you know, sometimes you got to be reminded of that, but, um, you know, that, that that. So that was really a, a proud moment because it was, um, you know, a culmination of our love for each other and our love of our daughter and our family. So that was really, uh, that was really big. Okay, I'm certain everybody's smiling, if not crying right now. Um, Laura, do you have one you want to add in? <laughs> oh, <laughs> I love that, yeah. Um, this really actually goes along with um, just being a parent and, and how proud I am of, of Johnny and me as parents. Not perfect by any stretch, but... Um, just, you know, we bought, so we bought uh, Isabel, this was several years ago when she was, a couple years ago, when uh, she was a little younger, we bought her some, um, you know, there's crayons, you can, crayons you can use in the bathtub, right? You can use, you can, you can uh, draw and you can write on your bathroom wall, on your shower, on your shower wall, and they rinse off really easily. Anyway, we bought a bunch for her and we bought some for us, and um it was bath time one night and uh, Isabel got into the bath, did her thing and came out. And then I went in to kind of clean up after her in the bathroom and I saw what she had written on the wall and it was, I love my parents. And I just, I mean, I'm getting a little choked up just thinking about it. Like it was so simple and so sweet. And, um, I thought, you know, we must be doing something right. We mess up sometimes. We're not perfect, but we must be doing something right. If our daughter's expressing this amount of love to us, and she wasn't—it wasn't a note to us. It was just something she had written up on her bathroom wall, and that was a very proud moment for us, or for me, and I know for Johnny. Yeah, definitely. I actually took a picture of it. <laughs> I still—I still have it somewhere because I loved it so much. Those are fantastic. And and for everyone listening, I want you to remember what they've been saying about this. They worked at this. It wasn't just some like, oh, they're the lucky couple that have the perfect child and they have the perfect, you know, world that they inhabit. This has been a conscious journey of making choices, making mistakes, picking themselves back up. And that's the rewards that come from this. It's the power of partnership. Fabulous. I love this. <laughs> so I know we've been talking a lot about kind of past experiences in your partnership. So I'd like to bring this conversation into, into more present time. And what I'd like you to do is if you could share with us one thing about your partnership that's really exciting right now. One thing that's really exciting right now. Well, I'll, uh, I'll weigh in on this. Um, you know, we've been doing the work that we're doing for, for 10 years. And so, uh, and we just kind of stumbled into it where Laura's patients asked her, um, 
because we were working together in her office. Uh, God, you seem so in love. And um, how how do you do that? And Laura said, um, I was um, I was conscious and intentional of it, attracting the right person to me. Uh, that's how I did it. And they started asking her questions about it. But anyway, so after doing this for 10 years, which seems just, it's a milestone, you know? So we've been doing this for 10 years, helping women uh, attract love in their life. And what's really exciting is that we now, thanks to the just the magic of the internet, uh, we have clients, we have people working with us all over the world. And uh, now we, we live in a westernized you know, society and most of our clients are, are westernized, um, you know, whether, whether it be the US or Canada or Australia or England, whatever. But, you know, but we also have women in other countries that are not so westernized, including uh, uh, Iran. And so we actually have clients uh, one woman I'm thinking of in particular in Iran and like even her paying us for the program was a big thing that she had to overcome because she couldn't it just couldn't go the normal route it's not like go to a website and sign up it was some kind of thing I don't remember exactly how it happened but Laura and I were in tears that she was willing to do this extra effort to learn about love and to value herself. And I mean, she had to do some stuff just to, to wire us, whatever, her, her tuition and stuff. And she said it's changing her life and how she sees herself. And so I'm excited about just like reaching women from all over the world to have them really come to a place of knowing their value and worth and knowing how to create wonderful partnerships. Um, and I'm just honored that there's, you know, someone in, in Iran and other countries, but I'm just thinking of this one person who's like willing to go to tremendous lengths to invest in herself and to change her future, even though everything around her suggests that's crazy. You can't do that. And we say, look, I don't know. It's not a numbers game about is there, you know, a hundred guys, a thousand guys, whatever. But is there one person who's right for you in this world? Yes, there is. And probably more than one. But I mean, I'm just reducing it to like the, the most basic thing is that, you know, if you think you're trying to attract 10% of the population, well, that's a tall order. But if you know that you're just looking to partner with the one right person for you, that's a lot more. And then when you realize there probably is more than one person that would be right for you, but you only got to find one, you know? And, uh, and so, yeah, just really honored that there's this woman and others that are willing to just, you know, climb over tremendous obstacles to, uh, to take their lives forward. And we get to be a part of that. So that's really exciting right now. Very cool. Lara, is there anything you want to add in? Yeah, I, I just actually want to, you know, piggyback on what Johnny said and how that is that is super exciting. I mean, Johnny and I love what we do. We love talking about it. We, you know, we actually have to, you know, stop ourselves from talking about it all the time. <laughs> yeah. Talking about our work all the time because we love it so much. It's super exciting. Like right now, uh, we're in the middle. We um, we have an advanced program where we work with women and and. Um, 
it's really it, it's really exciting because we're doing great things with them and um we love our clients they're like a part of our lives and we get to they write into us they email us um they share with us on Facebook they're involved in our lives on Facebook and and they they tell us about how much their lives have changed I mean we've just got oodles and oodles and oodles of testimonials and shares and pictures of couples and happy couples and babies being born into these families and um, that just rocks I swear I just love that and that that really is exciting and lights us both up so yeah, just piggybacking on what Johnny said. Yeah, that's that's great. And and one of the things that I again want to draw to our listeners' attention is you're hearing about a couple that are not just a romantic couple and have a family together. They also have a business together and all these pieces are exciting. They're all going really well because they're consciously working on it all the time. They're not just this we all just, you know, see the end result, right? And we think, oh, it must be easy for some people, but there's only a few people. The reason there's only a few people that have this kind of experience is there's only a few people willing to do the work. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying work like it's drudgery. Oh, my God, it's going to kill me. It's doing what you care about. You could hear their enthusiasm. It's so cool. I don't know if you're noticing this, but I certainly am, is the dance that's going on between the two of them. There's room for both of them in this relationship, in this working partnership, in all their partnerships. You can see the space that's there that they provide for each other to show up as who they are and therefore become the partnership that they are. Really, really cool. Thank you for embodying that for us. Oh, yeah, definitely. Well, guess what? We've arrived at the bring it all home portion where we can actually step away from stories. And now we're going to provide simple, concrete guidance for our listeners so they can improve their partnerships right now. And where I'd like to start is if you would share with us the best either partnership or relationship advice you have ever received. Oh, yeah. I love this part. Um, the best advice I ever received as, and I remember this as a single woman, I was looking for love and really looking for my lifetime partner and I, I kept thinking that I had to have my life be perfect before I found him. I thought I had to lose that extra 10 pounds. I thought I had to be able to uh, buy my own, uh, own my own home. I had to be more, su- uh, more successful financially. I had to have everything together before I could find him. And the best relationship advice that I received was from my love coach, and she said, and when she heard me tell her that, I'm like, she said, no, 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 honey. You don't have to have it all together to find love. You don't. And, and then she went on to say, what you're doing by, by practicing that, by practicing that belief is that you're practicing actually perfectionism. And that is, that is postponing love until you're perfect. And as we all know, you'll never be perfect. And that was huge advice. That actually when she said that it almost like I could feel like this huge break, this huge release off of my shoulders to just be able to love myself exactly as I was. Doesn't mean that I didn't always, you know, work harder for myself and take good care of myself and all of that. But to be able to just be with who I was at that time and know that my, 
the right guy for me would love me, who would love me um, exactly as I was, that he would show up, but not to put it off. That was a huge, huge advice for me. Yeah, that's that's definitely some advice to take home. Very cool. Thank you, Johnny. What about you? Uh, you know, just something simple. Love matters most. Um, you know, I'm, I, I don't. Everybody has a certain amount of like uh, wanting to work and you know be busy and stuff like that. But uh, nobody ends up at the end of their life regretting that they didn't spend more time at the office or regretting that they didn't have a bigger car. Uh, the regrets at the end of life are always, always, always about love. And it's usually, unfortunately, and so sadly, regret over what they didn't do to make love a more central part of their life. And so love matters most. We even have it on a um, beautiful piece of art that Laura got in our bedroom. Uh, it's a reminder that love matters most. And uh, whatever else we're doing in life, it seems like it's more important than love. That is, uh, you know, that that right there has the seeds of regret. That unfortunately, too many people end up on their deathbeds with regret, and they forgot that love matters most. So that's that's the important thing. Outstanding advice. Thank you both. So let's look at what would you say is a, I guess, a resource or a book, something that you would recommend our listeners check out and, and why that particular resource? Well, there, there's a lot. I'm going to be a little partial to uh, stuff that we offer, but uh, there, there's a lot of things. I mean, your podcast is one of them. Like I'm really, uh, I love podcasts. We actually have a podcast ourselves. Uh, so we have uh, single to soulmate. That's our podcast. Um, and, um, and but like being willing to look for other things that are out there like we have a quiz that's a really great uh resource um you can either go to the website findyourlovepattern.com or find it on our website or anything like that um but to find out like uh what is going on within you like our quiz for example it's find your love pattern like you got certain patterns in your life um and you know, find out, like be, a, be willing to discover about yourself and then be willing to discover about um, what it is that you want in life. So like uh, I was, um, sorry, I'm kind of giving you a super long answer and you just asked for some resources. So uh, that's one thing. Check out the, the quiz. Uh, we also have a, um, a video series I'd love to invite people to. I know you'll have a link uh, I hope you'll have a link to it for, for people, but uh, Men of Quality Do Exist, or you can just Google that, menofqualitydoexist.com. Um, these are opportunities to learn more about yourself, um, and I, I find that uh, the more I invest in learning about myself, the more fascinating um, it is. So I, I don't know. That's a couple of resources that I'm recommending. Like I said, I'm a, I'm a little partial to to ours, but uh, you know, we we read everything out there from Gay and Kathleen Hendricks to John Gray to uh, listening to great podcasts like yours and and uh, other things. So I hope that's helpful. That's super helpful. And for those of you listening and running around doing your errands or driving the car or on a jog, 
Please know that those links to everything that Johnny just mentioned will be on their uh, episode page on the website. So all you need to do is go to speakingofpartnership.com, put in Johnny and Laura, and you'll go to their page and see all the links right there. It'll be really easy. Don't worry about scratching this down on the back of a napkin. Laura, how about you? Um, in terms of resources, everything that Johnny said. And then um, there's a great book out there that we recommend we've recommended to a lot of folks and that's mindset by dr carol dweck mindset it's a quick read and um fascinating read about what makes people successful in all areas of their life from their relationships to business to health but there's a certain mindset and we we alluded to it a little bit but she really goes into depth and it's an easy read a good read and um highly recommend it definitely Outstanding. Well, those sound like some great resources. So the last thing for our Bring It All Home portion of the show is I'd like you to share just a very simple, maybe even single line parting advice for our listeners that they can walk away with and keep in their mind to apply in their partnerships immediately. Great. All right. So for single women, don't sit back and wait. Be proactive in your love life and be willing to do something different and out of your comfort zone. And for married women who are in relationship right now, be sure to place your self-care at a high, high level in your life because you taking care of you makes everybody else in your family, your husband, your children, everybody else around you, that makes everybody else happy and most importantly makes you happy and keeps you grounded not full of resentment and peaceful. Awesome. Johnny? Sure. So, uh, yeah, I guess I'll do the same thing. So in, uh, and this stuff applies, you know, married women, married to women, men, married to men, stuff like that. But, uh, I'll talk to the guys. So, uh, as, a those of you that are in partnership already, I mean, uh, you know, if you're married, I mean, happy wife, happy life just is a guiding principle of my life. Uh, so that would be one. Um, and the other thing is that um, what you can put into immediate action is, I'm just going to share a quote. I have it actually in my, in my office here. Life isn't about finding yourself. Life is about creating yourself. So that's uh, from George Bernard Shaw. And, and what that means basically is, is who do you want to be? Um, who do you want to be and really think about who do you want to be what do you want to experience and then allow your actions on a day-to-day basis to move you closer to that so yeah I love it thank you very much Mm -hmm. you know you two have brought so much to this and clearly there's so much more you have to share and I know I mentioned earlier a lot of the folks listen to podcasts when they're running errands or out walking the dog or whatever it is. But there's also folks that I can tell you are sitting there right now in front of their computer and they're itching to type in and contact you. So let our listeners know just how can they contact you and, and where can they go to learn more about what you do? Sure. So our uh, website is pretty comprehensive. Uh, it's johnnyandlara.com uh, and that's L-A-R-A. So Johnny, standard spelling, J-O-H-N-N-Y, and Lara.com. Um, 
And, uh, and really, for when, when I know that this uh, podcast is, is first published, so this will apply if you're listening to it close to, to when this, this, uh, this episode is published, uh, we have a, a video series, a little mini course called Men of Quality Do Exist, which I mentioned before. Um, so if you're listening close to the time when, when, the, when Ken first published this, uh, you're in the little window of just a few weeks when we offer that. So I definitely would recommend uh, checking out that. Uh, it's totally free, um, and we just do it for a limited time once a year. Um, and it's great. We interview men. We teach stuff. It's, it's a pretty in-depth, uh, it's like a mini course. Uh, but if you just Google Johnny and Laura, you, you'd actually find us. So Excellent. Excellent. Thank you. You two have been amazing. I love your stories. I love your insights. You, you shared so much of yourselves, which I really, really appreciate. And I've said it probably eight times already on the show. I'm learning so much. It's just stirring up things for me. And I know our listeners are too. Right. I can't thank you enough for being on the show, but I'm going to anyhow. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Ken. It's been an honor, really. Yeah. Thanks so much for having us. Thank you for listening to Speaking of Partnership. Head over to speakingofpartnership.com for links and recaps of every show and so much more. I release a brand new episode every Monday through Friday, so make sure you don't miss a single show. Go to your favorite podcast directory, search for Speaking of Partnership, and click subscribe. Like what you hear? Leave us a rating and review on Stitcher and iTunes. The greatest compliment you can give the show is to refer us to someone else, either in person or on the web. Have a great day, and remember, even when you stumble, you're still moving forward. Peace.